Father, we thank you for today for um, celebrating your goodness, celebrating, Lord, your your grace and mercy upon us. Father, we thank you, O oh God, that for you have loved us so much, you gave your own Son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, we come to you this day seeking your heart, seeking your will, seeking to give thanks to you for all that you have given to us. We especially want to give thanks to you for our mothers who has blessed us, given us birth into this world. And we want to celebrate your love which you have demonstrated to us through our mothers. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this time. We pray the Lord which you continue to speak to us and to, and to your children, Lord, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I'd like to uh, go to the Word of God and share with us about these words that Jesus said, freely receive, freely give. Freely receive, freely give. You know, sometimes we think that we do not have a lot, but actually we have, we have a lot. <laughs> um, we, shared, we heard a story about Mauritius and, uh, and uh, wow, what a revival. Mauritius is one single largest, single largest uh, uh, Anglican church in the whole diocese of Mauritius. The membership is uh, past... Uh, 600 people, they are pushing for 900, which I think that in no time at all, they will be able to reach 900. Um, how did they come to that place? My dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it's been, it all started in 1999 when a team from Sabah, led by lay, a lay person, right, a brother, Alfred Young, from Good Samaritan Church, went there and shared this, his story about the experience of the Holy Spirit in his life. And that sparked a fire of revival. The revival that we have talked about just now that we have witnessed in Mauritius was sparked by somebody from Sabah. And uh, for the first time in their life, they experienced the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives and they knew that they could live life differently. And thereafter, it was just like, it was just a lot of perseverance, holding on to the vision, holding on to the truth that, that uh, God has more in store for them. From a church of barely over 100 people, they've grown to be who they are to, today. And uh, followed by uh, then Archdeacon Albert Woon bringing the whole concept about cell church. I was quite intrigued. Uh, when I met Archdeacon Eric, that he, he's still using the first version of the cell training manual. I say we revise it two or three times. I cannot remember, I say. The thing is, is that they, they receive it, they hold on to it. And then came our, our turn that we went, we introduced inner healing, we introduced prayer. They took it and then they ran with it. And today we saw the collective, the collective impact on the church. So, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, do not consider you have very little. Do not consider us have nothing much to give. We are, if anything goes well, 
If if anything goes in, in anything at, at all, it goes to show that you know that that the whole the whole church, not only the whole church. Now, if you listen that uh, you know uh, the the bishop of uh, Mauritius wants to bring the whole diocese into the cell into into the cell system. So I told him that do not be too ambitious, but hold on to the vision and run with it. So he he attended as the thing has shared the entire cell cell training. He, he got the idea. He said, it is good. It is not as I think it is. He thought it is a structure, it is a system. I said, no, it is not a structure, it is not a system, it is a vision. You need to have the vision first and foremost. If you don't capture the vision, then no structure is going to bring about what the vision has, has, uh, has set out to uh, accomplish. I want to encourage all of us that we all can give because we first receive. How do, why, why do I say that? Because God is a giver. God himself is a giver. We read in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he, he gave. That he gave. And Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 8. Let's read together. Jesus saying, And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you receive, freely give. This word freely you receive means that you have been generously given. Right? Freely does not only just that without pay, but freely also speaks of the giver who out of his own free will to give. He was willing to give. Freely means not just free. Huh? Sometimes we give freely. Nah, you take a free. Uh. Take a. This, this thing is free. No, freely means that I'm willing to give. And that's how God gave us. Now we look at the blessing of giving. Luke chapter 6, verse 37 to verse 38. Let's read together. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. We like to, we like to look at the blessing of giving in, uh, in, uh, in the words, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. But you see, we cannot come to that blessing of, of uh, giving unless we read the whole, the whole instructions of the Lord. The Lord said, judge not and you shall not be judged. It's that with our heart, of releasing our heart to the Lord. You know, the whole, the whole, the whole thing about, about our experience in ministering in, uh, in Nairobi, we are minister, we pray for about 90 people, roughly estimate, we estimated about 90 people, each having less than half an hour or so. But what was that thing that, you know, that has... Uh, that, has, uh, that, that needs to come into place in order to prepare them uh, to receive that. We have heard that is, it is prayer. What is it that prepares us to be able to be a giver? Is to deal with the issue of the heart. Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and forgive. Judge not, condemn not and forgive. You know, sometimes we cannot give because we are still judging in our hearts. We are still condemning another person. 
well, serve him right. Why should I give it to him? Nothing comes free in life anyway. You know, we a very bitter person. How to give? If a heart is so embittered by life experiences, how do we give? We can't give. Isn't it? Forgive. We don't forgive, we cannot, we cannot bless. We cannot forgive a person, we cannot say we truly want to bless that person. If we don't, we don't, we don't forgive our enemy, we look at our enemy, now, you want me to give you? I give you this, you know. <laughs> this is what I give you. I give you this. I'm very generous in giving this. And this, and the words of my mouth, you know, the words of my mouth cannot bless you. You can bless a person whom we have been judging, we've been condemning, we are not able to forgive. The best that we can, the good Christian would do is say, I keep quiet and keep my mouth shut. But that's not forgiving. That's not judge not. That's not condemn not. So Jesus said, all this must come into place. No word that comes off from the mouth of the Lord, is, it goes to waste. If we continue to judge a person, we cannot bless a person. We, cannot, we continue to condemn a person, we don't want to give. And if we are very willing to we come to the place that we can give, then it will be given to you with good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Wow, what a description. This is the word of Jesus, right? No word of Jesus is going to go to waste. He means it. He means it. He said, this is how good it is. So we always talk about giving and all that. And uh, afterwards, you're going to, uh, you know, after the pandemic, uh, uh, after a, a long period of uh, unprecedented experience in our church life, that we're going to have, we're going to have offering back right, right in front, right? So we're going to give. So we give willingly, just as we have received willingly from the Lord. And all this will come to us. For with good same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. This phrase describes not only about giving, but about judgment as well. What standard do we use to judge others? It will be used back to us. What standard do we use to condemn others? It will be used back to us. What standard do we use to hold somebody in unforgiveness? The same measure will be measured back to us. Very serious matters. Very serious matters. So the blessing of giving, giving is, 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 uh, is preceded by the ability for us to also take into account the words of Jesus seriously, all the rest of that. We give, why do we give? We give, number one, because God gives to us freely and generously and we are thankful. And we are thankful. You know, sometimes some people uh, give, I, I remember, I mean, I've shared this story before, you know, there's this, this, this uh, Chicken rice shop in KK, you know, this this uh, queuing up uh, to 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 buy 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 chicken rice, and this this man just walk right up to, to the boss. I say, how much? Wow, is it okay already? Is it is it ready? I say, wow, this one now very uh, maybe maybe call already, you know, so, to to pre book. So the 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 boss say, Dana, Dana, wait wait wait. Wow, he was impatient. The guy was very impatient. They said, how long does it take? You know, I'm coming. So the, so the guy, talk, 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 give it to him. So I said, hey, your relatives? Ah? No. He said, we'll talk to you like that, you know. Very impolite, very rude too. I said, your relative? Lang Yu Chin. 
uh, your relative. No lah, no lah. So he said, no lah. So this guy, he said that actually has, is, is always roaming around the area. So like a homeless, no money to eat. The chicken rice shop boss is giving out free food actually. Free lunch. <laughs> and it was a bit late. And I, I said, he shook his head. I said that, you want to be nice to people so people cannot be thankful. Not a word of thank you. Just take the chicken rice and went. Wow, in my heart I say. But it's, it, was, it was that moment the Lord said to me, a lot of my people are like that. Like, like we owe him more. I say, I say, you're a very good person. They say. He said, I do what I can. He said, after all, I look, I look at him every day roaming around this area, no food to eat. Don't know whether he has family. I'm sure he has family, but obviously the family is not taking care of him and things like that. So what is that one pack of chicken rice? Uh, even every day, uh, there, is no, there is no big deal to me. I just chop another pack long, this so long. But in, it's not a matter of how expensive the pack of rice is. It's better we can be thankful. He received something but cannot be thankful. Then that person, we can be sure that he's not going to be giving person. So God gives us freely and generously. And sometimes we do not, we do not, we do not, we do not foresee and understand how big a blessing that we receive from the Lord. And until and unless we realize that, then we can be truly thankful. It was a time that, you know, this, it is a book that came out, Heaven is Real. Remember there was a book called Heaven is Real? A lot of uh, evangelists say that we need to preach that hell is real too. Huh? We become, we become Christians, we receive a ticket to heaven, we say, God is about time. Where have you been all this while? It's about time you issue a ticket for me to heaven, man. But we need to know that the Lord not just issued us a ticket to heaven, but he has rescued us from hell. And we want to know the how terrible hell it is. So some, some, some preachers say, uh, we got to preach hell is real too. So that we can appreciate that what God has done has gone all the way to give us. For God so loved the world that he gave not just anything, his one and only begotten son. There's no other version, just one version of Jesus because he is God. Secondly, we give because grace, mercy, love and forgiveness has been extended to us. Because we have received grace, mercy, love and forgiveness. We don't know how grateful, we don't know how you know, if, if a person has been spared from death sentence, you can be sure that the person is eternally grateful. Sometimes that we as Christians, we do not understand, we do not realize that we've been spared from eternal death sentence. Isn't it good enough already to give thanks to God? Amen. Number three, we give because we want to bless those whom God loves. We give out of love too. Because we receive all of God's love. That is the reality. We are blessed today. The church is blessed to, 
Today, we look at uh, Apostle Julius Subi Church, the Exploit Worship Center. They, they, he is one of the only speakers that I've ever encountered. They come from a nation, they come from a church that is so greatly in need and never demand anything. He never come and say that, look, I, I come here, you got to pay for my FA and things like that. He never demanded. He just come, he just arrived. Huh? How much is your FA? Wow, so much. He never asked for anything. Because, not because he has a lot, because they have received something that is so precious. So, so precious, they are so appreciative. When they took us to all this, all this, you know, we were concerned about, I was concerned about his cost, you see. So I said, no. And there's certain things he wants to reimburse my air ticket all the way from Malaysia. I said, no, no, no. You, you can't reimburse my air ticket from all the way from Malaysia because we are not coming here for Nairobi only. We also went through Mauritius. So he insisted. I said, I can give you the cost but I'm, I, I'm, uh, I won't give you the cost from all the way from Malaysia. I only give you the cost from Nairobi as Mauritius to, 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 to Nairobi. You don't reimburse me, that is how much you will reimburse me. So, so, so they did that. You know, it was, it was, a, big, it was a big thing. But the church is not... Um, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, in, in, uh, in, in Nairobi, it's very, very interesting. You can't get a very long-term loan uh, to buy property. Uh. The longest repayment period is 10 years, no matter how old you are. You don't have cash, you forget about owning a property. So is it with the church. So the church is huge, right? Because the, at the moment, they are paying tremendous amount of money for their rental in the, in the, in the, in the bigger uh, meeting place on a Sunday, uh, which is about I think uh, about ten thousand US dollar per every every month. So it is huge for African standard. And uh, and and now they want to build a church, bought a piece of land and, and a beautiful land. I mean the way you describe beautiful land. I say it's good to build a retreat center there. You know, can have an inner healing retreat there. You know. So yeah, 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 this this I want to do. Now, in in the midst of all this, they are ever be so generous. When we arrive, they put us up in the hotel, very near to uh, to the city center uh, church, which is within walking distance. But when arriving and I that night, we arrived about two two a.m. in the morning. We changed room twice, right? And uh, and uh, and the and just now, the man who's, who took a photograph with us just now, uh, uh, assured us that uh, Reverend Chris was taking us. He, he went inside the room, he was shocked. So the next day, he, we, went to, we went to the lunch hour meeting about 12 noon. So Pastor Subi asked us, how's the room? So I told him the explain. he was shocked. So you are, we, are, we are moving out of this, this hotel. I, I know that it's a lot to, to put all of us up in the hotel. So I said, no, if we, we can solve the issues that we encountered last night, it's okay, we continue to stay. He said, no, 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 we are moving up. So immediately the afternoon, they, they move us out to a better hotel. Uh, obviously, more expensive. So I was concerned. He said, no, no. He said, you, you, you have to get out of the hotel. <laughs> he said, we're telling us. So 
there is no, there is no, there is no reservation. There is no always willing to uh, to uh, to uh, to give right more than what we can ever imagine. Now, because of that, I believe that the Lord really, as what Jesus says, give and you shall given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your bosom. We saw the his, we saw the story about. Uh, St. Paul about the church in Mauritius um, they are so thankful for what we have they are so thankful for what you and I have given you know they are so thankful and because of the ability to be thankful the Lord multiplied them and the ability to, to be able to give I believe one of the important factor more than just uh, of course persistent prayers uh, faithfulness and all the rest of it, but generosity, be able to give and give generously. And uh, has, has, has opened a door, an open and portal of blessing and favor of the Lord to come. But that, that portal, the door cannot be opened by anything else but by our, by our thankfulness and our willingness to give. And today, Pastor Subi has been appointed. You know, Kenya is, uh, has a Christian president. And the first lady is an intercessor. The Pastor Subi is the spiritual advisor to the president of Kenya. And today, even today, uh, they, uh, the first lady is, uh, uh, is uh, using government machineries to organize uh, six counties prayer meetings called Revive Kenya uh, in the northern part of Kenya, six counties, gathering six counties to pray to bless and heal the land. But why is that so, so important that they should be able to, uh, to do that? That's how we have heard that the depth of witchcraft on the land is tremendous. It's tremendous. They, the bandits, huh? The robbers in the northern part of Kenya has been, has been escaping the military uh, forces all this year. I don't know, for the past 30 years or more. How did they know? How did they know? They are used to witchcraft. Isn't that witchcraft? They come on, can then witchcraft, you can say this and say that. You know, we know how, how the witchcraft work. Their cows will speak to them and tell them. The cows are uh, buffaloes or will speak to them, the bandits, and tell them where the military forces is coming and in which direction. Then they can run. That is the depth of the occult and, and, and witchcraft. And because of that, the government recognized that no, this is not going to work. Right, this is not going to work. Now, this is not happening only in Kenya, in other, other, uh, some other African country as well. That's why you see wars, tribal wars, and, and all that, you know. Uh, 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 rebels cannot be ironed out because they use witchcraft. And the president said, no, this has, see, this, 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 uh, this has to stop. So pray for them. They're in this area called the Baringo region, they are, they are really doing serious business in that place. Now, why is that, that 
they can come to that position. I believe that, yeah, we can say it prayers, intercession, but I think more than that. Something about the spirit in which that they do all that, expecting nothing in return. Nothing in return at, at all. You have been giving. Some of us have been giving to support the, the orphanage, the, the ministry that is run by that, that, that church exploit worship center where the three don't build their own church. They're way, way behind. I can tell you, I look at the way they, they collect the, the, the building fund. Don't know when actually they can start building, but I believe that the Lord is, is opening an portal of favor upon their lives because they are so generous. They are taking care of 690 uh, orphans. Some of us have given the money to the children of destiny, which I've gave to uh, brought some of them, exchange into US dollar and uh, pass it to uh, Pastor Subi. And they also they also uh, uh, just started a work um, uh, uh, for autistic children, very expensive ministry, because the government is not doing anything. The, uh, the Kenyan government just do not have the extra resources to do, you know, to take care of autistic uh, children. So. Parents of autistic children need to send their, autistic, their children to, to, to a private centre, which is, we cost them like really a bomb. They cannot afford it. The, that ministry is actually a, a giving ministry. You just keep on pouring money only. Don't talk about profit. No. So they are doing that night and day on top of what they're already doing. You know, morning prayers, lunchtime and evening prayers. And, uh, and there is this, this spirit of generosity, of, thank, of thanksgiving. Are their lives perfect? No. Uh, on the Sunday, after the uh, uh, worship, they were having group, you know, the pastors are getting into clusters and groups, they're planning for all these events. And uh, as we were praying, ministering to, to individuals, you can see that those people that come from the group, they, they're halfway through, through discussion, they come over to, to receive prayers. The story that they tell, the story that they tell, will just not only will put you to tears, but put you in utter shock. And look at this person and say, how could this person be still serving God and worshipping God and give all that they have into the kingdom of God? It is, has to be love. It has to be God's love supernaturally impacted their lives. So my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we want to, we, when we give because we are loved, because we know that we are loved, we give out of love, not out of obligation, not out of a trade with God. God, I give, you give me back. Lah. Sometimes we give with ulterior motive. We give, Lord, where is the in window or open a window of heaven open unto us. I bring my tithe today, tomorrow. Remember, huh, God, open the uh, window of heaven. Uh-huh. Just in case you don't remember, I send you a reminder tonight in my prayers, of course. No. Give expecting nothing in return. The Lord bless them tremendously. And you have given. You have been part of the mission although we are not physically there with us, because you have given your resources, you have spent time praying for us. Now that, that, that is our, our part of giving. And, I, and if, we, if we do it out of love, we will receive it 
in many, many fold. Let us pray. You say, what do I have to give? Look at your hands. Look at what we have. The poor widow in, in the gospel had only two might. That is only, you know what is two might? Two might is the cause of a poor man's meal. Not just a meal, but as a poor man's meal. The widow with two might gave everything that she had. And the Lord Jesus say, she is more blessed because she gave not in under compulsion. She gave not because expecting something in return. She gave out of worship, out of love. Today, I, I'm thankful for the opportunity that we had. Before I went, I, I, I shared with us that um, I counted, I supposed to teach or preach in 28 sessions. When we returned, I counted it was 31 because additional one was given to us. We ministered to more than 100 people. 47 came to know the Lord. We were tired, we were extremely exhausted. We were barely about five hours sleep every day. But there's something inside us that brings us tremendous joy. Because we know that is what is on the Father's heart. That's what is on the Father's heart. My dear friends, today let us come before the Lord and say, what I have, I'll give to glorify you. I give, to, I give, I give because you, you gave in the first place. Not because it is convenient to give, not because I have, I have extra to give, but we give all that we have because you have given all that you have to us.